Welcome to Sexy Boss Interviews with Heather Havenwood, www.sexybossinc.com. Hi, this is Heather Havenwood, and welcome to Sexy Boss Radio. Today, I am very excited to have Miss Kimberly Seltzer. Kimberly, I'm so glad to have you on the phone. I'm so excited to be here. I am, and a happy new year. Happy new year to you. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about who Kimberly is and who she is in the world. And so I'm going to read to you her bio. However, at the same time, at the end of it, um, we're going to start talking about a lot about sexy boss, being a sexy boss, and embracing your femininity and dressing like a sexy boss. I'm really excited about this call, Kimberly, because as a woman, I feel that when I dress and I feel good about myself, um, when I'm dressing as a female, that I, I feel more confident and powerful. So I'm excited to hear about what you have to say say about this. So let's go into this. Kimberly Seltzer, an LCSW, is a therapist, matchmaker, image expert, and dating coach based in LA. She utilizes the unique combined use of therapy, in-field date coaching, NLP, and styling to help people with their confidence in dating life. Kimberly helps women and men update and discover their dating image through wardrobe consultation, assistance in purchasing clothes that fit each body type and lifestyle and set life goals. Kimberly is also a single mom who specializes working with divorces to get their mojo, especially working with women to get their mojo back in divorces and, and navigating the dating world. I'm actually interested in you talking about that. Kimberly is the owner of Elite Image Makeovers, providing image consultation, dating coaching, dating after divorce programs and matchmaking and she also runs the VIP division of one of the largest nationwide matchmaking companies Elite Matchmaking in Beverly Hills. Kimberly infuses image consulting and dating coaching as part of this unique matchmaking process. In addition, she's a dating coach and image consultant for Dating with Dignity and the Art of Charm. Wow, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> and there's more. She's also a regular contributor of Huffington Post Divorce on behalf of Art of Charm and other articles. Wow. So, you know, check out when you can, Kimberly Seltzer. Now, let's go into this. This whole, the whole thing, where I, the reason I brought you on, as you know, I teach men how to date women as well as sexy boss. I have a, mm-hmm. I have a book called Game of Dating, Only Date Younger Women and Dating Up. So this conversation about dating and matchmaking, I've done for many years and I love this conversation about dating. Dating and helping people after dating after divorce. So, but now as I bring in Sexy Boss, and Sexy Boss is about women really owning their power and making money and fully expressing who they are in the world by living the life that they love, how do you combine those two? So, you know, what does it mean, Kimberly, to embrace your femininity um, and can be feminine and successful? Can you be feminine and successful at the same time? I mean, how does that, how does that work? I love this topic too, by the way, because I, I think, and, and so many women that I work with, I, and there's a lot of powerful women, and I think we're getting more and more powerful, you know, as mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost, I say, an epidemic because I feel like we could rule the world. And don't tell men that, but I, that's how I feel. Um, but anyway, I think that kind of the hardship that women find is, you know, they're 
they're really at work all day long. You're in your masculine. You have to produce. You have to direct. You have to, there's a lot of like masculine kind of energy that you need to take on in order to be, you know, successful and get things done. But at the same time, um, women wonder, well, then how do I be feminine? You know, how do I turn that piece on without, you know, too much sexuality or dumbing down. I hear that a lot, by the way. I don't know if, you know, Mm -hmm. when you talk to clients, but it's like, well, I just don't want to be, you know, dumb for a man. And to me, and, and when you look at the research that's done, femininity is not about that. It's really about being able to receive and also be using your femininity to do business. You know, it's actually embrace that. Don't turn it off. Um, and then part of what we'll talk about today too is even the way you dress, um, the, the confidence that you exude. That's what not only men find attractive, but also opportunities, whether you're in an interview, whether you're doing a business with a, another company, it, it all encompasses the same thing. You know, it's really how we're hardwired. And over, I think, you know, the years, we've we've learned how to <laughs> kind of turn that off, sadly. Mm-hmm. So it's almost getting back to basics. It's like going back to the caveman time when we're, when we're really, that's what we're supposed to do. So um, that's, to me, what femininity is about. Got it. And, you know, it, when it comes to also, I think, dressing, and you know, we'll talk a little bit about that, but really, you know, it's okay to wear a skirt. It's okay to wear a dress. You don't have to be in the corporate suits. And when you feel a certain way, and mm-hmm. there's a wonderful, wonderful article that just came out that actually has research that shows that you perform better when you're dressed a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so I love all of that stuff. But if you're too much in your masculine and, you're, and, you, and you almost like have that bulldozing kind of um, attitude, that's not going to be something that's successful in Ab- any aspect. Absolutely. Okay, so you talked about femininity and six, being successful and it's okay to wear a skirt. I love that. I remember a few years ago, I, I was at an event. It was all male event. I was one of the only women. And there was a gentleman who's very, actually he's, he's in LA. He walked up to me and goes, Heather, you know, it's okay for you to be a woman. And I kind of had this weird look on my face like, what are you? And I know his name is Joel. And I was like, Joel, what are you talking about? And he goes, you know, own your femininity, wear skirts. That's all he said to me. And then he like walked away. It was kind of this weird moment, right? And I'll never forget it. And so ever since then, any type of event I go to, I go out of my way to wear a skirt. Now, it could be long skirt, you know, it could be to my knee or whatever, no matter what the situation is inside of a business setting. And what was interesting to me is what I learned was how people responded to me just because I was wearing a skirt. You know, because I was so used to wearing pants. I don't know why. I don't where I got that from, but I, I just started to wear skirts. And so I got more outfits that wear skirts. And now whenever I go to an event or I'm, I'm speaking, I wear a dress or a skirt always. No matter how cold it is, right, it is a dress or a skirt. When I'm traveling, like I'm traveling, I'll, I'll wear pants, I'll wear jeans, I'll wear stuff like that. But I will always wear a skirt. And what's really interesting to me is people do respond to a femininity energy. doesn't even matter what I'm saying because I'm wearing a skirt. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about first impressions. I mean, it's just a skirt, right? About first impressions of 
what those initial first impressions are, being a sexy boss, owning your femininity, owning your power and who you are, how is that important inside of being a sexy boss about impressions in a business setting, your first initial impressions? Can you talk about that at all? Yeah, and actually, first impressions are huge. I mean, it's something, no matter in what setting, whether you're meeting somebody, whether screening for somebody to hire, whatever it is, make sure your presentation is stellar because it only takes 30 seconds to make a first impression. That's all you got. And what a lot of the research is showing is that the first impressions have significant measurable effects on financial success, authority, trustworthiness, intelligence, and suitability for hire or promotion. So if you think about that, I mean, it's huge. And then what happens in the brain, and this is fascinating, is that there's two things that happen within that 30 seconds. People are making judgments and assumptions based on A, your attitude, and B, what you're wearing. That's Mm. it. Mm Mm-hmm what so much is what you're presenting and actually 90% of communication is nonverbal which is huge so that's why it's so important and and then also that wraps up and it's kind of what you were saying in that story it gets wrapped up in your confidence because if you're getting reinforced for how you look and you're going to feel better right and have you know that reflects that so when you're making that impression your attitude should be like, you know, happy and confident, you know, just memorable, make yourself memorable by, you know, being animated and excited. And then down to your clothes, what you're wearing is huge. Those skirts, if you're feeling feminine, and then you get somebody telling you, you look great. But what if someone is not girly? I mean, let's talk about reality. I mean, you talk about being self-expressed and being out there. Like, I'm not like that all the time. I don't like to be like that. It's not my personality. So what if someone's on the phone saying, okay, that sounds great if you're a bubbly girl, but I'm not a bubbly girl. I'm a, I'm a strong, domineering lesbian woman. Like, they're going to listen to this conversation and go, this is not for me. This right. conversation is not for me. So talk to that person, that woman who's corporate America or she's out there, she's a realtor, she's doing something that's in a man's world every day and she doesn't want to wear flowery patterns every day that's not gonna it's not gonna make a difference so that's the person who's making a million dollars making two hundred thousand dollars a year saying well Kimberly Gray I love to wear a skirt every day but you know I'm a hard-nosed corporate girl who's you know a lesbian also or maybe not or maybe I'm just strong and domineering I don't want to be girly that's what people hear. That's what people hear when they wear a skirt. So how can someone be feminine and be powerful? Well, and that's a great distinction because it really kind of goes back to then. I mean, we're all individuals. We all have yeah. different styles. We have, And that's what makes me different from a stylist per se versus an image consultant expert is I'm looking at people's lifestyle and their mm. goals to achieve like when I walk into somebody's closet I want to see a person's lifestyle because you're right not everybody is all corporate or not everyone's all girly you know Mm -hmm. like these different parts of our lives but my question is then to those people that you're talking about is who are you and what is it that you want I mean that's it If, if they're happy with what they have going on with the example that you told me and they're successful and what they're wearing is is something that's congruent with who they are and what they're trying to attract, great, don't change it. But what my hope is to do with people is to really make them feel good about themselves. And are they wearing something that 
A is fitting their body type? Are they wearing colors that like, you know, really reflect their skin tone in a positive manner? And, you know, it's stuff like that. There's a lot of different things. You don't have to always, you know, wear skirts. I I was using that as an example, because that is something that's very feminine, that can get really great results, like in the example that you said. But if somebody's not that great, then let's get something that is more that person and see what kind of results. Because sometimes also people think that they have it going on and they're fine and they don't need a change. And But then you put them in something and somehow they get different results. It's And, and they're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize it. Because sometimes you just don't realize it because you've been wearing something for so long. So. Or you get caught up in the style, right? So what's what's in, what's hot, what's what you're supposed to be in right now, like the whole Uggs thing going on. I'm not definitely sure if I'm into that right now or not. I can't figure out if I like it or not. Or the whole tights thing, right? Which reminds me of the 80s. But, you know, I think, <laughs> sorry, I think women really ask that question. You know, how do I dress for success? Right. You know, how do I dress with self-confidence? And without being slutty, but without being totally in the in the stylish, and how do I dress for my personality? You know, I, I think of someone, I'm not going to say the name, but I think of someone who's she's extremely strong. I've known her for many years. She's, um, she's a speaker. She's amazing. She's smart. Smart. Her look, uh, if you meet her, very harsh look. Pants. A lot of pants suits, but not cute, like pants, just lots. And she would, she was always very against wearing makeup, very Mm. against all that because she said, this is who I am. This is who I am, you know, and she was smart. And it took a long time for people to get to know her because she's this loving, amazing woman. And now I just saw she did a whole image shift. I don't know who got her to do that, but she's just wearing softer colors. She actually wore a skirt. (laughs) and it's not that she's changed because she's still smart she's still brilliant and she's still strong but it's she's gotten different results in her business because people feel she's more approachable huge you know and so i'm really i'm gonna be honest with you kimberly i'm against when women say well this is my personality Mm -hmm. i'm very like "Mm, really with the black eye makeup and like the dark braided black hair and like the black outfit really is that you sure you know and it's more like they're making this statement of anti and they're gonna get a they're gonna get a result what people are saying is that really what i'm understanding and through what i've seen your before and after pictures, pictures on your site is people respond to you based on what you're wearing and really it has nothing to do with your personality Right. You know what I mean? Example, because what's interesting about that woman that you just shared is that really what she was presenting was incongruent with who she was because she was a really warm person. But like you said, the operative word, once you got to know her. Mm -hmm. So you had to break all the ice and chisel it away in order to do that. And so the minute she changed her image, that harshness and and working so hard to get to know her went away so that people could see her 
more for who she was right from the get-go and that mm-hmm. impression and that's the results that you want. I, this is the example I use all the time with people because I hear this all the time, no matter if someone's trying to attract a man or business opportunities or just anything in their life. And I say, they say to me, well, I don't want to change for any man. I don't want to change who I am. I don't want anyone, like, I like the way I am. It's that that bold statement. And I said, look, it's like, let's take the example of a business package. And let's say you're looking at two business packages and you have to choose one. And they're the same content, right? One is laminated. It's all pretty. It looks very professional. The other is, you know, in a manila envelope written with chicken scratch and pencil. What are you going to choose? I mean, it's the same content, but nine times out of 10, people are going to choose the nicely laminated one because it looks more professional. It's, it's packaging yourself in a way so that people can really give you a chance and see you for who you are. Absolutely. I think of when you think of packaging, I think that the company that's done, I would say the A++ of packaging in that world is, is Apple. I mean, if you've ever opened an Apple package, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a computer or an iPhone, like you, you feel like you have an experience <laughs> opening your iPhone. You're like, duh, 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 you know, so that it's the packaging of their everything they have. I think it's the same thing with image and body image. But one thing that we talk about a lot about body language. So you have body language and then you have what you're wearing. Let's talk about that for a second inside of what is something that, what's a body language that's sexy and feminine and confident and then what is not? So maybe you could do a what's not, what is, what's not, you know, what is sexy and feminine and confident inside of body language? Yeah. And like I said before, so much of what we communicate is the body language rather than what you were saying. And that will help, you know, people really get who you are. So, you know, when it's more, I think overall is that confidence that you exude. It's being comfortable in your body. It doesn't matter what body type you are, but are you feeling good about you? And so that is your body language is exuding that. So like one thing to really pay attention is your posture. Something that is confident and and sexy and people will trust is standing and sitting straight. Anything that's like slumped over or in a defensive mode, like if you have your arms crossed or your head down, those are things not to do. So just make sure when you're, you know, shaking someone's hand or you're sitting is that you're, you're, you're straight. The second thing that's really powerful is eye contact, right? I mean, that's just in anything. You look somebody in the eye and you really feel like you're present with that person. That is not only sexy, but that's confident and you're going to earn trust in that person, hands down. If you're looking around, if you have little eye contact, you're avoiding it, then people aren't going to trust you. You think they're hiding something or you look anxious. The third is tonality, your voice. Um, And that I know is not exactly on the body, but that has to do with the, you know, nonverbal in a way that it's not what you're saying. It's, It's more like if you're, you know, just if you're monotone and there's no variation or if you're too quiet or if you're mumbling, it's like, it's so hard for people to get to know who you are. So just have variation in your voice and be, you know, lighter and bubbly and happy. And you can vary it to serious. You know, it's, it's that variety that people um, enjoy 
listening to you. And then looking at your habits, like, are you fidgeting around? um, Are you pulling at your sleeves? Are you wearing something that's making you feel uncomfortable where you're constantly like pulling down your shirt or, you know, just appear anxious, nail biting, anything like that. So just be aware of some of those things. And if there's good friends or family that can make you aware of them even better, sometimes we're not. But overall, I would say just if you look at your whole body, really try to be open. You know, if, if you're tense, you have your arms closed, if everything is crossed or you're frowning, that's not approachable. So be friendly, smile, make eye contact, be open, and that have that warmth about you. And that all is going to help in being successful as well. That makes sense. I love that. That is a sexy boss way. And, you know, and I'll give you a story of that. I was Today is New Year's Day. Last night was New Year's Eve, and I was out at dinner, and uh, there was um, a woman, about 35, beautiful, uh, with her girlfriends out, and, and uh, started chatting with her, and she, I noticed she, I noticed that, I was like, just looking at her, just to look, I was looking at her, like we were talking, right, and her eyes kept, she wouldn't look at me, she kept like looking all over, she was talking to me, but she was looking like almost a thousand different places mm-hmm. and it was really and I wanted to go what do you you know why won't you look at me now I would never say this to her I just met her right but it was this interesting immediately where I went in my head I don't even know this person I barely know her first name was she's not confident yep and, and from what I understand she, what she does for a living is she's very social she knows a ton of people she's extremely a socialite like that's from what I was understanding oh. what she does for like for a living but I was like, wow, like she has no confidence because she kept, she wouldn't even like engage in a conversation by her eyes. She wouldn't. St- and so to me, that's, that's a, that's a sign of, I would say either low confidence or, or she's lying. You know, one of the two is where my head goes. I don't know if that's right, but I, that's where my head automat. I judged her in those 30 seconds. And then what I noticed for myself is I kind of pulled back from the conversation because I didn't really want to engage anymore based on that you know it's almost subconscious I kind of notice it subconsciously it all happened like really fast but as a sexy boss as someone who's just confident in who they are if you can look at someone in the eye and just be with them and engage in a conversation that no matter what you're saying you could be talking about the weather right the weather is beautiful today right and it's confidence You know, I just want to, I have another funny story that segues on about confidence is that the walk, the walk too is huge, ladies, whoever's listening to this, because not only guys notice this, but just everybody, like, especially in today's society, we're all on our iPhones and we're like literally going from A to B, you know, and we're very task oriented. We're not stopping and slowing down and really walking in a way that we're inviting people in you know are you shuffling are you like racing to the car or are you just really taking it in now you know I'm not talking about if you're late somewhere but in general when you have the time to do it slow down and we're talking about like the sexy thing and the body language another funny example is when I was coaching a guy once and I was trying to find out from him what he thought was sexy and just by looking at a, a woman you know just the first impression what we're talking about and the first woman that walked by she was like a you know, stick figure she was gorgeous blonde I mean you couldn't say that she you wasn't pretty at least I said do you think she's sexy and he said well I mean she's pretty but no I wouldn't 
say she's sexy because she was so stiff in her body. Then about, you know, two minutes later, another woman, she was heavier set, but boy, was she working that walk. She was slowing down. She just seemed so comfortable in her skin and just sexy. And I said, what about that woman? He goes, oh yeah, she is sexy. So it's it's all that stuff that's so important. And it still is very important when it comes to, you know, a success. Well, let's talk about that. That's really perfect. I love that example. Thin, blonde, tall, man says, mm, not really. And then maybe a little heavier set or what I call normal size nowadays. Everyone's, you know, and yet she owns herself. That's confidence. And I wonder, you know, brings this question, what is confidence? You know, and what are ways of creating confidence with ourselves, with our speech, with our clothing, with our communication. I mean, you, I love how you bring, because you're a therapist, you're, you're, you're a therapist, you do matchmaking, you do dating, dating matchmaking, as well as image consulting, bringing all that together. So what is confidence, Kimberly? How can we all portray that in today's society where it is all full of iPads and iPhones? And, you know, if you go to today, like if you go to the airport, everyone's looking down at their iPhone or iPad. Totally. Right? Yeah, it's just, and today I was, uh, this morning I went to go get coffee, and I'll let you answer the question, but I found this really fascinating. So I go get coffee, and everyone in the coffee shop is on their iPad or iPhone, pretty much. Except this one lady, <laughs> I wanted to ask her what she did, I forgot to ask her, but she has all these papers, like actual papers, and she's got a red pen, and she's like marking all these papers. She's got these stacks and stacks of papers. She's got a binder and these papers, and I was just laughing because I was like, I haven't seen that in years. You know what I mean? And and I, I laugh about that, about confidence, because that's kind of what our society is like now. It's all about the digital age. So how can we create confidence in business and in life inside this digital age with our image? Yeah, it's a good question. First of all, how old was that lady? Yeah, I would say she was, I would say 50s. I, I don't know, maybe 60. I don't know. I couldn't tell what she was grading either. I, I couldn't figure it. I wanted to like go, hey, are you like a teacher? But yeah. yeah. Older generation. It's almost like going back to basics, yeah. you know, starting to answer your question. And yeah. First of all, you have to figure out what is confidence to you, right? Like, I mean, everybody has, I think, a different definition or kind of thing they think about in their minds of what that is. You know, it's it's being well balanced. It's it's knowing your strengths. It's getting in touch with your values and trusting your capabilities and having faith without going into panic. It's it's all that stuff is really trusting yourself. So, how can we exude that? You know, I mean, when I work with people, it's really an inside out approach. But what I love, love love about the image consulting side of things and when I'm coaching people out in the field that's different than when I was a therapist is that you can use clothes as a vehicle for change and things that are action oriented where people it's almost like that old saying act as if and it will become even if you're not feeling confident putting on a pair of heels after being in Birkenstocks you know or <laughs> for a long time I know I was guilty of that when I was first a mom wearing these mommy clothes. And then I like started dressing in a way that was, you know, actually felt like a lady again and sexy again, I started changing internally. So it's really a symbiotic kind of process. But when you're wearing clothes that make you feel confident, it really can empower us 
and do things that article that I talked to you about, they actually, um, I believe it was the New York Times, and I can reference it later, but it, it talked about that there was a scientific study in the brain that there's something actually that shifts in the brain that makes you perform better, and they're calling it enclosed cognition. I mean, it's actually scientific proof that this can happen. So, when you feel good in, in this kind of clothing, Think about that outfit that you always go to when you either you have a business meeting or an interview or on a date, and then look at why you like it. Is it the color? Is it the cut? Is it the fabric? You know, really pay attention to the feeling that you're getting from that outfit. Also, make sure that your clothes are clean and well-pressed, that you don't have like tears in them and stains in them. Make sure, you know, your your nails look polished. And, and this just goes for like, you know, meetings and stuff like that, that you really are feeling that all is going to help you feel confident. And I have to say as women, if your hair is doing good, you got it going on, right? Like there's nothing worse than a bad hair day. So, if you know, you have a big meeting that day, or you really have to impress somebody for whatever reason, take the time to do your hair or even go get your hair done. There's these like, you know, dry bars, at least here in California that are popping up all over where $35, you can get your hair done. I mean, it's actually worth it if, you know, if you're going to feel really good that day. Clothes that deplete your confidence are things like, you know, know where you're going, like what occasion is it? And if you're dressed inappropriately and you walk in that door and everyone is dressed differently, that can really deplete your confidence, right? It's like showing up at the ball with sweats on or something like that. Clothes that reveal every lump and bump, you know, if you have an underwear line, you know, really look at that kind of stuff. Itchy fabrics, because again, that'll cause the whole body language of like, you know, fidgeting, and, you know, be careful, don't get too trendy either. You, Heather, and you were talking about sometimes like people just go for the trendy and not paying attention to like who they are and the appropriateness of, you know, where they're going and, and their body types. Not everybody can wear what's trendy. So those are all things to really pay attention to when it comes to confidence. You talked about the dry bars and here in, in Austin, we don't have a dry bar. We have a thing called, blow, it's called blow. It's the same concept. It's a dry bar, but it's, they, all they do is they your hair, like a blowout. They call it blow. So dry bar hasn't come here yet, the actual franchise yet, but it will. But I was laughing because on our radio station here, they were having this, uh, it's, it's, hear the Bobby it was a Bobby Bone show and there's two guys and one girl Amy and they're like that's crazy why would you spend $35 to blow out your hair and they're like yelling and she's like I don't you know I don't understand like that's really cheap and I don't get it you know and she's like going she's like trying to defend the woman out there right and um, I went to one a few weeks ago because I was going to an event in Dallas and I wanted to have an impression and so I got my hair done literally on the way to Dallas. I got it done, got it all blowed out, looking all pretty. And I uh, was having a conversation with someone who was I was actually at the Dallas event with. They were there. And they go, yeah, your, your hair did actually look really good. I go, that's because I paid $35 blown out before I went. He's like, oh, I didn't know that. And I was like, well, you're not supposed to know that. But the point is, is, you know, when I felt and I, my hair was done, like I felt good. You know, like I had my outfits ready to go, but I don't think women really get when their hair looks good, their makeup cannot look good, but when their hair looks good, they look good. Wow. Huge. Yeah. It's like a centerpiece. Mm -hmm. for yeah. Yeah. And I remember also, and men don't get that either. I remember my accountant one year, 
he goes, there's a charge here for a salon, like $220. And I go, yeah, I got my hair done. He's like, $220, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, that's not bad. It was a partial, you know, <laughs> just kind of going on like, actually, that's pretty good. And that's with a tip, you know? <laughs> and he's like, that's insane. I'm like, actually, not really. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, that's one thing that I think my mom taught me that's like, it's the hair it's the hair the nails the small things that make you feel good and the body right obviously but more importantly the hair I mean look at Oprah right she got her hair done all the time right they it always looks good so I, I love the, that whole part so that is confidence absolutely okay so I want to go into something that we talked about earlier which I laugh about there's an old saying you and I talked about this offline which is women dress for women so I would I want to talk about that I think that is so true and the other day I was I was with some people and we were talking about this and you know I was looking at the outfit I was like oh that's so cute and it was uh, another guy was there in the group and he's like that's not cute that's not even sexy that's not even oh my god so not like that's eh, boring right and I'm like how can you not say this really cute it fits her body blah 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 right I'm all in my head over there going she looks so cute like she's so sexy blah blah and he's just like really (laughs) I don't think so I don't like her shoes you know and I'm like really those are like really nice shoes I don't like her you know so and then what's trendy is mm-hmm. not necessarily what looks good on your body. That's right. And it's not necessarily what what attracts the result that you want. So if you look at your body like a canvas and then you get to put on what you want to put on to attract the result that you want. If you want to attract a man, you wear things to attract a man, but majority of the time is we are dressing for other women. You know? Completely. Yeah. So I wanted you to talk about that. As being a sexy boss, knowing that in the back of our head that we really are dressing for other women, how can we, you know, create the confidence of who we are and exude that at the same time, knowing that we're really dressing for ourselves and for other women? Right. Well, and I thought it best. You really have to know where you're going and what you're dressing. Because honestly, when I go into somebody's closet, I should see a difference between your work clothes, your date clothes. I mean, some you can overlap and that's awesome. You know, like I really try to help people like layer things going from day to night. But the truth of the matter is there should be a difference. And so when we're talking about being a sexy boss and you're at work, yeah, it's, it's dressing the part, so to speak, but also really paying attention to who you are, what your body type is, what colors look good on you. Um, And that may not necessarily be something that a guy likes, but is good for you. My sons honestly said it best because I have two boys and they're nine and 10. And I (laughs) never forget this. I saw a woman and I, I loved her purse. And I I started talking to her. My sons were like waiting for me as I was talking. And I'm like, oh my God, I love your purse. And she's like, oh my God, I love your shirt. And we were like going on and on about our clothes, right? And so I get back in the car and then my sons are like, girls are so weird. Why do you guys talk about clothes? (laughs) And I'm like, that is so true. Because we're still, you know, no matter if you're a little girl all the way to now, it's just always been a lot of people enjoy that. So um, with that being said, you know, it's the first thing is there's five body types 
And um, if you go to my website, eliteimagemakeovers.com, I give a free body type booklet. And it shows you, you know, kind of the according to the measurements, which body type you are. And once you know what body type, dressing is so much easier. So whether it's getting something, you know, appropriate for work, appropriate for a date, that is going to help tremendously in your confidence in picking out your clothes. And it also makes shopping less stressful. Because you know that, you know, like, I know I can't wear a turtleneck, you're going to avoid all the turtlenecks and, and shopping's also gets quicker. Um, and then, you know, secondly, is the colors that you wear. What's interesting, there's been a lot of studies actually about certain colors that um, have to do with like power and success. And I won't go into all of that. But I know like, you know, blue and red seem to be more like powerful colors. But with that being said, you don't know if red and blue necessarily looks good on you. So there's a lot of things that are generalities, but you really, it, that's why it's such a personalized, you know, thing when you're dressing for yourself. So it's like what you said, Heather Ann, really pay attention to what, who you are in the world, what makes you feel good and sending that right message across. But more importantly, also, what's the result you want? Exactly. What's the result you want? Who do you want to track? What's the result you want them to do? For instance, if I was on trial for some reason, I don't know why, I wouldn't wear a red power suit. Right. Right. Okay. So it reminds me of, uh, oh, I'm going blank on her name. She just got acquitted of murder in Orlando of her child. I'm looking at her. Amy? Anyway, she was, it was in Florida. She's got acquitted. I guess it was last year now. She got acquitted for murder of her child. They couldn't find the child. Anyway, I noticed that during the whole, I mean, here she's, it was a major, major, major trial. It was all over the news all the time, every day, right? They're, they had the actual live trial going on every day. And she actually got no guilt, non, no guilty acquitted. Big controversy. And they portrayed her on the, you know, of course, the defense was portraying her as this party girl, blah, 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 right? But in the courtroom, she looked like a nun. Her hair was pulled back, no jewelry, barely any makeup, very soft, light blue color sweater. Looked like a carnigan, for God's sake, right? With little pants or a skirt. Like she just should be at like a Catholic school. That's what they dressed her as. And I was laughing about it because like that was all intentional. And what we think about is like that's that's the reason she wanted a certain result. So she dressed that every day in the courtroom, right? Even though she was quote unquote in jail at night, she had to wear whatever she had to wear. She, she literally, they brought her the clothes to wear that. They dressed her a certain way to give her a certain image. But that's, as a sexy boss, you have to do that too. If you wear short, 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 short skirts to work with extremely three inch heels, no matter how smart you are or you're a Harvard grad, you're going to be portrayed and react to a certain way by females and males. But if you wear an outfit that shows confidence in who you are, then you will re have that reaction from people around you, people you don't even know are going to react that way. And, you know, going back to the body types, I think that is so important. And as a sexy boss and as you as image consultant, I know you look at everything in, in their life versus just their body type. You look at their color. You look at what they want to create in their life, what they're doing, 
do they want to date are they is that something they're interested in or is it more about confidence how do you dress for confidence all of it so I and I love that you bring in, in the psychology and the therapy all of that into what you are talking about in your expertise it's so powerful and I didn't really realize in all those years that I practiced as a therapist and I it's, it's almost sometimes I shake my head I sometimes am able to reach people just having a shopping session with them in ways that I could never as a therapist because also as women clothes tap into a lot of issues with us you know messages we got growing up our body image you know different things but there's something so powerful when we put something on that makes us feel amazing and we get reinforced for that is it's just it's like the best therapy in the world I mean I think that's why there's so many people that say like shopping therapy and that kind of thing but you know most of the women or men that come to me hate shopping. Like that's why they're coming to me. And my job is not to just, you know, throw cookie cutter looks on people and be like, okay, this looks good. Go. It's more about teaching people to actually value their clothes and, and actually understand that shopping can be fun. And all of this can really make you feel good inside and out. You know, Coco Chanel said it the best. I don't know if you've ever heard this quote. I love it. She said, dress poorly and people will notice your clothes. Dress well and people will notice you. Mm, I love that. That's really good. Wow. That's pretty powerful. And that's a great place for us to complete um, because as a sexy boss, you, you dress well. People will notice who you are, what you're up to, and what you're creating in life. And that's what it is really all about. That's what my book is about. That's what my site is about. It's about creating a life that you love, but people are noticing who you are and what you're up to, not really how you're not dressed or how you're dressed, right? It's like they will notice who you are and what you're up to. So where can people find you, Kimberly? So they can go to my website. It's EliteImageMakeOverswells.com. Like I said, you know, I'd love to hear from you. Um, reach me there. They can also find me on Facebook. I'm just Kim Seltzer in Los Angeles. And I'd love to buddy and ways to help. And even if you don't live in Los Angeles, I do work with a lot of people virtually and I offer virtual makeovers, you know, via Skype, which is kind of fun and at least like a, a good way of getting started. And how does that work? How would you do a interview or, or not interview? How would you do a session over Skype? Yeah, so what I do is I, I have an assessment form that people fill out. And again, it goes over everything, you know, from sizes to your lifestyle to your goals, um, things that you're wanting to accomplish. And what's fun about Skype is you can kind of lay out your clothes and things that you want me to take a look at. I also have you send some pictures of favorite outfits of you in them. And I can use those sessions in ways that are just more about what people are wanting. So it can be sometimes people do it where they want me to see them in various outfits and I can give them tips and what I'm seeing. I also may help people make a shopping plan after and maybe incorporating things that they need with what they already have. And sometimes it's just reshopping people's closets. You know, some, a lot of times people think, oh, I have nothing to wear, but it's not organized in a way that they can see how things can be put together maybe in a different way to update their look. 
Got it. That's amazing. I mean, that's really great that you can do that via Skype. And I love that that you just you don't only do it just in LA because I know that there's many other people in the country, and I know that LA and New York are the best places to go for shopping, but um, not everyone lives there. And I think you're. I'm going to be coming to LA here shortly, so maybe we could do a video of you doing some shopping with Heather and the Sexy Boss. That'd be kind of fun, actually. Fun. I'd love it. That would be fun. That would actually be a lot of fun. And I think we put together put together a image of all the different you put you put together a sexy boss image look and feel for us. And we put that together and you should be able to see that with this interview. Um, also on our Pinterest and Facebook pages as well. So we put what I call sexy boss you put together actually, you put it together. We just put the picture together for you. So a sexy boss what do, what do you call that? You put it together. What do you call it? Sexy boss image? Yeah, sexy boss image. What I liked about this particular one um, and I think you know of the different examples I had given you this one is really interchangeable that you can go from day to night you know whether you could even write a different kind of jacket for the daytime and also depending on where you live you know with the weather and stuff like that you could even you know put tights with it but I just liked how this was very like interchangeable with things and it still has an edge to it, but demands kind of that, still that power. Got it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time, energy, and effort today, Kimberly. I'm just thrilled that you were actually on, had a chance to do this. And we can talk more. You, have, I mean, there's a lot of things where we can talk about. I know at Im- your Elite Image Makeovers, you do provide image consultation and dating coaching and dating after divorce programs as well as matchmaking. But more importantly, you talk here about you are a single mom who has two boys and you specialize in working with divorcees to get their mojo back. And I believe someone who has in the dating world, that's a huge 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 part of our society today with with divorce at a huge rate people after divorce just don't feel like they're themselves and i think it's part of the journey is to be able to put that back into to themselves into their life into their confidence and that's what you do exactly even that rings true with no matter what i think people get stuck in a rut so whether you're in a marriage or at the same job or you know and and that's when people come to me and they're wanting a change so it doesn't matter if you've been divorced or like tired mommy or whatever it is it's like it's just it's finding yourself again by it's like putting a reset button on by putting those together making you feel different can really empower you i love that well thank you for your time today kimberly we'll wrap it up and uh, thank you for being on a sexy boss show You have been listening to Sexy Boss Interviews with Heather Havenwood, Chief Sexy Boss. Go to www.sexybossinc.com for more information and education to empower you to be a smart, sexy, and rich sexy boss.